This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Welcome to Star Wars Through the Ages, a positive podcast for pod people by pod people. This podcast examines why we love Star Wars, the amazing space odyssey. We will look in depth at the way it binds the galaxy and us together through its timeline and ours. I'm your host, Charlie Skywalker. Thanks for joining me. Now sit back and relax as we explore Star Wars through the ages. All wings report in. Red 10 standing by. Red 7 standing by. Red 3 standing by. Red 6 standing by. Red 9 standing by. Red 2 standing by. Red 11 standing by. Red 5 standing by. Lock air spoils in attack position. Rancho Obi-Wan, the Guinness World Records certified largest Star Wars memorabilia collection. Located in Petaluma, California, featuring the collection of super collector, author, and Star Wars fan ambassador Steve Sansweet. The most powerful Jedi ever. Visit RanchoObiWan.org and subscribe to the Rancho Obi-Wan Virtual Museum. A fun, authentic fan experience featuring rare photos, videos, Steve Sansweet Q&As, virtual tours of the museum, exclusive behind-the-scenes stories and information and so much more. Plus, your subscription helps ensure the future of the museum. It's the Rancho Obi-Wan Virtual Museum. Subscribe now at RanchoObiWan.org. Get tons of cool perks, information, and history of Star Wars collecting from the man who knows it best, Steve Sansui, while contributing to the preservation of the world's largest Star Wars memorabilia collection. RanchoObiWan.org. <laughs> And hello, everybody. How's everybody doing out there in Star Wars land? Hopefully everyone's having a great day, a great week. And here I am. Man, what a week it's been so far. Fast and furious and just absolutely insane. Uh, Workloads are increasing. Uh, everyone is just, uh, you know, it's uh, the world's going nuts. Uh, it's a mask frenzy. It's a, uh, are you sick? Or am I sick? Uh, who's sick? Uh, you know, who do I go first? Do you go first? Uh, you know, kind of a, you know, a Poe Dameron kind of, you know, craziness going on right now. Uh, but it is a great day to talk Star Wars. And this week we're going to continue with our Star Wars a therapy session. And this week we are going to look at the music of Star Wars, the iconic music, the stuff that resonates in us. And my guest this week is none other than the illustrious, the stupendous, the amazing, Mr. Cam Ray. Wow. Mr. Cam Ray, how are you? Thank you. I'm, I'm doing stupendous. Yes. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. Man, uh, we've, uh, we've talked on and off, uh, oh, I guess over the last month, month and a half, uh, about uh, doing something together and, and starting to uh, collaborate a little bit. And... Uh, I, uh, I thought, you know what, what, what could we talk about that, uh, that you could really get on board in and sink your teeth into. And I know that you have a passion for not pineapple. No, uh, not on pizza, especially. So right, right, right. Wait a minute. Right. Is this an intervention? Wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> you guys, something came up. I've got to go. So. Uh, I know. And it, it, there's always something. No, but, uh, you have a passion for music. And that's something that we have in common. So uh, first off, let me get to my little banners here. Star Wars, the therapy music of Star Wars. 
I'm a little bit flustered today. Uh, it's just, like I said, uh, I came home, immediately started uh, doing dishes and cooking dinner and getting kids all sorted out. So I made these banners kind of quickly, just trying to get it in. And of course you are Cam Ray with, right. with the explanation. So uh, tell us a little, you know, a little bit about yourself. All right, well, um, I'm, I'm from Florida, um, the crazy state of Florida. Uh, I've lived here my whole life. Um, I grew up in the northeast section of Florida. I'm now in the panhandle. Um, and, uh, you know, just growing up in relation to Star Wars, I, I've always been, you know, a big fan of Star Wars. Um, grew up in the, in the 80s and around the original trilogy. Um, always had the toys and all that good stuff. Um, and then I, when I was six, I started taking piano lessons. And so, and then I, you know, stuck with that all through school, went to college and, and majored in jazz piano performance, you know, cause that's what people do, you know, it's, <laughs> <laughs> if you really want to make it big, you know? And, uh, oh, and so I've always been into music and I've always been into like, filmmaking and, and acting and all of that. And I attribute a lot of that to Star Wars just because uh, my mom would show me when I was really young, the behind the scenes videos of the original trilogy. And just, I was just amazed, you know, like seeing like the Death Star in the back of a pickup truck, you know, being blown up or whatever. And just I'm like, oh my gosh. And so I, growing up, I always said I was gonna work for Industrial Light and Magic and all of that. So I've always been in just, just really into anything creative, whether it's drawing or acting or music. Um, and so anyway, so, uh, and I've always, played music professionally and then about 10 years ago I started teaching as well um, I, I teach um, Montessori actually it's a it's a method of uh, method of teaching but anyway so I do I teach and I play music um, for different events and weddings and you know functions and whatnot and then I spend time on Twitter doing Star Wars stuff which I can <laughs> like kind of bring all that stuff together so and awesome. met a lot of cool people doing that so normally I ask, uh, you know, people what uh, what is like their earliest Star Wars memory that you might have? Um, well, I I can't really remember the exact earliest one, but I always say I, my most vivid memory is the first time you see Vader um, come onto the ship in A New Hope. I, and so that's just kind of one of those images that's stuck there. And then the other one is Yoda lifting the x-wing if we're if we're talking about movies those two mm -hmm. um and then childhood wise um i would playing with jabba's palace as far as toys are concerned that was i know i wore that out i remember that pretty vividly <laughs> and then lightsaber duels of course but that's so right well awesome well i know that uh that you are really into uh the music uh, aspect of things, uh, but I, there's been a lot of movies that I really like the music to. Uh, I like a lot of different types of music that I'm sure we'll probably get into uh, here in a little while, but there's nothing quite like the Star Wars music that once it comes on, even that first opening note and you hear it and you're like, oh, that's Star Wars. Okay. Yep. So uh, is there is there anything that really sticks out that is like, you know, this is Star Wars as far as uh, as music goes or uh, is, uh, where does the Star Wars music rank for you as far as like movie scores? Oh, I mean, it's at the top. It's kind of one of those things, even like when you're ranking movies or movie music, um, I always just say, well, Star Wars doesn't count because if it does, you know, it doesn't matter what we're comparing, you know, it's always going to win. So I kind of put in, you know, kind of it's it's not it doesn't even contend. So I, I basically put it at the top. But that's, um, you know, John Williams scores in general. You know, he's I mean, he's my favorite movie composer. Um, but I mean, I contribute that to Star Wars. But I mean, you can just look through his whole catalog you know it's pretty much anything he has his hand on and what's so cool is a lot of times you can tell hey that's john williams but then sometimes you'll go back and you'll be you know i'll be watching a movie from years ago and then you'll see you know music by john williams and i never mm -hmm. realized you know because he he just he can 
just delve into so many different styles. Um, and so anyway, um, I, I would put it up there at the top and it just, it's so iconic. And I think part of it is because of how he um, was, you know, he kind of mimicked a lot of the, the classic composers and he just, he, he took their ideas and made them his own, but he just has a way of taking a theme. I might be jumping too deep into this for your no, question, no. but no, I like how you will, he takes like a simple theme and he'll take what's so simple and then add these complex harmonies and counterpoint and all kinds of, you know, rhythmic um, mm -hmm. syncopations. And what was simple is just, it's amazing. You know, it's just, it's almost mind blowing. So, and I, I think it's, that's what makes it. It's like, you can hear the melody, the simple melody. So you, you mm -hmm. don't have to be a musician or have a ear for music to pick it out. But yet you can also, on the other side of things, like as someone who studied music and, and kind of like likes to really like it's more of an acad academic thing as well you can get into that as well and just you know dive deep into the that the minutia of it so right oh absolutely and uh there's a lot of a lot of people that say you know oh this this band is the soundtrack of my life or this group or uh this genre uh to me john williams is the soundtrack of my life and uh, as you said there's so many movies that i that i loved and i was just like wow i really felt this connection with uh, with this movie or uh, for whatever reason saying i can't figure it out then i'll look and i'll see john williams did the music for it yep. um one of them uh hook one of oh, my yeah. all-time all-time favorite movie robin williams was amazing in it but I was like, man, there's just something more. It's modern, it's classic, it's it's got this, it, you know, it, 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 the twists and the turns and it gives you the highs and the lows. And I'm like, wow, who did the music for that? And I looked it up and it's John Williams. I'm like, no wonder I, I love the movie. It's so funny you say that because that's the movie I was alluding to. Um, I didn't remember which movie it was, but a few weeks ago we watched Hook. Um, my daughter had never seen it. And it's one of my all time favorite movies, you know, as far as surrounding the Peter Pan story, you know, mm -hmm. and um, and like you said, I, it was the first time I really noticed the music in it. You know, I've watched it a bunch of times, but I just love Dustin Hoffman in it and Robin Williams. I'm like, man, they're just they're awesome. The acting, I've always loved the story. And but like you said, there's something that stood out. I was like, this music is next level. And I was like, it's you know, I wonder who did it. And of course, sure enough, you know, should have known. Yeah. And it's uh, I mean, Star Wars has shaped my life ever since I was uh, a little baby. And uh, when uh, I had the opportunity to play uh, an instrument, the first thing I wanted to learn was how to play some of the Star Wars music. And so I, in fourth grade, I started with a recorder and I managed to figure out the fingerings for the main theme of Star Wars. And as I progressed, I went through all through high school, uh, junior high in band, high school in band, college in band, uh, doing marching band and things like that, concert band, uh, played, I don't know how many different instruments. Uh, I think I, the total is 17, I think. Oh, wow. Uh, between, you know, it's like all the clarinets, all the types of saxophones, all, you know, baritones and trumpets and tubas and uh, learn flute and all the percussion areas. And, nice. um, you know, and, and so and I just love music. And I think John Williams, uh, for me, is the one who turned me on and turned that switch on in my life. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And like, like I always say, he kind of um, he he makes people, you know, like classical music who don't think they like it. Um, I use it all the time and, you know, I, I teach general education, but I also teach music at the school I'm at. And so I, obviously that's gr great opportunity for me because they know they're going to get Star Wars music all the time. <laughs> and, but they love it. Like they, like when people are working, I'll put it on, you know, or not just in a music lesson or something, but mm -hmm. there's so much you can, I mean, you can dive into it and, there's something in Star Wars for everybody. You know, it covers the the range of emotions and all of that. So, right, and not even just John Williams, because uh, here recently, with uh, I mean, not that it's recent, recent, but the Clone Wars. Oh man! And uh, if I uh, Kiner, Kiner, Kevin Kiner, yes. 
yes. Uh, he did some, and um, oh, who was it? Uh, Ryan Shore, I think, did some as well. Um, and oh, who did the uh, Mandalorian music? Um, oh, I can't pronounce a, his name. It's um, yeah. oh gosh. Some, maybe someone uh, got it real time to look it up real quick. Maybe, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, will, I, will I, I was trying to remember how to. Uh, oh, Ludwig, uh, Ludwig. Gorenson. Right, right, right. I was going to say right. Johan. I'm like, I know that's not right. <laughs> and uh, the the banner that I have up now is, uh, is through the ages, uh, music through the ages, kind of like Star Wars through the ages. Uh, there have been, whether it's the Clone Wars stuff, whether it's, um, you know, uh, Solo or uh, Rogue One or uh, the Mandalorian series, I mean, just the uh, the music that's behind those uh, conveys such an elaborate meaning uh, that it's, I mean, it, you can hear the Williams in there, but you also have that different spin on it, which it, to me was absolutely amazing. And uh, for uh, for the uh, Gorenson's uh, Mandalorian, that spaghetti Western feel that right. you have with it. And I was like, I heard, as soon as I saw the trailer and heard the music, I'm like, ooh, I have to see this now. This is going to be amazing. It's great. And at first I, I wasn't sure, you know, because I, you get such so locked into that whole, you know, John Williams, you know, but, you know, it's I'm also always open and and it's just I have to say it, there's something about it. it. It is the music for the Mandalorian now. You know, it, it started it, it was kind of not off putting, but just it wasn't familiar, you know, but and the more I, I watch it and and then watch him and see his process and just kind of the intent behind the creators where they're always so intentional with everything they do. And I think he was the perfect pick for what they were going for. And so, but yeah, I agree. Um, and same with it, Kevin Kiner in the clone wars, you know, he, oh, yeah. he nails it. It's like he studied John Williams, you know, as he was coming, coming up, but then it's like, but then it's his own. He, he made it his own, but it's still star Wars, you know? Well, the uh, when I first heard it, I was uh, it, what it reminded me of was the music of, and I'm going to massacre this name, uh, Ennio Morricone. Right. Uh, in fact, he well, just the I master mean, he just, of spaghetti westerns. Yeah, and I think he just passed away recently, right. like I a think few weeks week. ago. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and so I was like, wow, it's like, and I had to go back and listen to several hours of his music. It just, you know, you know, almost as like, you know, as a tribute, but right. I could, as I was listening to it, I'm like, oh, wow, I could really pick out some of the key things that uh, the Mandalorian guy used to shape his sound and to get that feel. I'm like, wow, that's just, right. it's just absolutely amazing. Yeah, it, and it really it comes across, you know, it's got the um, the kind of the technical side, the kind of the robotic side, but then it's got mm -hmm. the the western, the simple kind of that, and then it still throws in the orchestra, bringing the the classic Star Wars sound. So it's awesome. Oh, yeah, ab absolutely. It's uh, it, one thing it just. About, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say one thing. I think about Star Wars, and this is true with a lot of movie scores, but. Star Wars specifically, um, you can, there's something about it. You can just play the score and you can visually see every single beat of the film and get the same feet, you know, and that's what music does. But, you know, some movies, the score, it's kind of like, uh, take it or leave it. But with Star Wars, it's take all of it, you know, because it mm -hmm. just, it just sets you up. And I can remember that with the prequels, them releasing the soundtracks before the movies came out and, mm -hmm. I had the thing memorized before I even had seen the film. And, you know, you'd hear like one little part of the Imperial March hidden in a cello. You're like, oh my gosh, you know what's happening right there, you know? And, and so, but it's just, it's so awesome, you know, that you can just visualize the whole thing. Absolutely. There, there's one scene that, um, 
that I had, and I was in the theater and I stood up during solo. And I, and thankfully it was like a midday show. I was like one of four people that were in there to see it. And when he goes in, uh, spoiler alert, whatever. Um, uh, w when they, uh, him and Kira get separated and he starts to go into the shipyard and gets in line, the Imperial March is right. playing but it's in a major key and not the minor. Yes, we just watched it a couple nights ago and I, I noticed that it, yeah, it's the Imperial March, but it has a few changes in the chords that mm -hmm. makes it happier because it's propaganda, you know? They're like, hey, yeah. come on, join, you know, join the Empire. And it's that a happy version of the Imperial March. Yeah, it's like, oh, oh, and it's a little faster too, you know. Kind of yeah. like, you know, it's not as as uh, don't, you know, as dark, and yeah, it's kind of funny. Uh, and and you find that uh, the everywhere uh, in, especially in the uh, what I think is uh, you know would be the sequel trilogy, uh, you hear bits and pieces of and uh, of either the. Uh, prequel trilogy or the original trilogy and it's just kind of sprinkled in there and, and it automatically takes your mind back i'm like oh right. and it just that association and it's like oh okay i and they did it so much with uh the force awakens that i think that's what really got a lot of people to say oh this is just a star wars remake because you know, they, they they matched a lot of the pacing and the music was very 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 similar yep no, it, it's great, but it, it's one of those things, whether it's, you know, conscious or subconscious, it does. It, it you know, it brings those feelings or emotions back and, and it just, I think it ties you in even closer to the film. Um, or like in, like in um, Rise of Skywalker, they talked about it on the special features with John Williams, how he took Kylo's theme, you know, mm -hmm. and then he just switched it around under some major chords at the end when he was Ben, same theme, but it's very subtle, but it's like, oh, now he's, you know, it went from minor to major and just a <laughs> slight change. And you don't even notice it. Like, I never noticed that until he yeah. I saw the special that, you know, and then I was watching it uh, the other night and specifically listened for that, you know, and it's like, oh, there it is, you know. And so I, I, I love the way that uh, that when you get just a little nugget of information about especially the music and when you watch it back again, it opens up a whole new, almost a whole new movie. And oh, you, you see it as, you know, so fresh, you know, at, at that time. But yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it, and I, I don't know if it's just because maybe Star Wars has gone on for, you know, for so many films for nine, you know, 11 films, uh, 12 films, uh, if you count the Clone Wars one. Uh, but, you know where they have such a well to to draw from but uh, to me it's like the only franchise that that can do that um i mean maybe superman but again john williams wrote the right. what, first <laughs> two maybe three i think he did uh, all three right and then i think they switched it up for four for quest for uh, quest for peace because nobody <laughs> wanted it a lot up on that one yeah, oh, uh, you know, and you know, but I think yeah, it's uh, uh, Star Wars is just unique where it can a little bar, just a bar or a phrase can bring you either back or forward to a different movie, and it just ties it all together. Yeah, and I think he said, um, John, I think John Williams he used every pretty much every theme in Rise of Skywalker from all the movies some, mm -hmm. in some way. And it's just, you know, I haven't heard them all, but you know, it's, it's, that's just crazy. It's kind right. of fun too. You know, it's almost like a where's Waldo of music, you know? So. <laughs> so, all right. All right. So now we're going to get a little bit into the nitty gritty. All right. All right. So, uh, I think I, what I, uh, uh, wanted to do was we're just going to take instead of individual movies we'll take it by series okay. so instead of just a new hope and what's your favorite piece here what's your favorite piece there 
we'll just kind of go, um, you know, uh, original trilogy, prequel trilogy, sequel trilogy. Great. So uh, if you if you can, can you think of a pe- your favorite piece that is in the original trilogy? Yeah. So I'm when I when I first like think of that, I'm, my head goes to Imperial March. But I think my favorite piece is has got to be the Force theme. Just you know, it's it, it's in the you know the throne room. Um, at the end, they they have it playing. But um, I think the reason I like that so much because is because how it can be used in so many different ways, and like we were kind of saying, I guess any of them can. But it, that force theme, it's beautiful. So it can be like a like a bittersweet you know ballad. You can turn around and it can be like in the middle of a battle. And, you know, or it can be like in a, an award ceremony and it just and it brings it can bring all those different feelings. But it's so powerful because, I mean, it's the force theme, but it really it does what it's supposed to. It's got that weight to it. And again, it's a simple theme. <laughs> there, there's not much to it if you just break down the melody notes. But, man, just you put those chords and the 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 different arrangements you can put to it. And it just it's beautiful. And then my number two, I did a second place on these as well would be the Imperial March. The rhythm of it just when it starts, you know, mm-hmm. just that little underlying rhythm. So. Oh, absolutely. So uh, for mine, uh, I went with Leia's theme. Okay. And, oh, it's it, it just uh, it reminds me so much of my mom that it it it's soft. It's um, uh, it, it's it starts off so tender and then it gets stronger and bold and you could I could almost see Leia just you know like standing up you know for herself and taking charge and at, at the end it just kind of you know it's like here I am and it, it just it really reminds me of the way that my mom was and I believe that that was her favorite character as well uh, and so yeah it just uh, it, that really resonated with me uh, my number two uh, was the same as yours and that was uh, the Imperial March. I almost picked the Force theme, uh, but um, yeah, we'll. Uh, yeah, I, I think I'll get into that uh, here in a little bit on on why I didn't pick that one. Cool. All right. So awesome. let's see. I asked. I, I asked the chat if they had any question, questions for you. So uh, while we uh, take a break from Star Wars. What is the first concert you ever went to? Okay, well, um, well, the, I'll just tell you the first concert I ever went to was the Monkees, um, <laughs> the classic nice. rock band from <laughs> from TV. Um, but I I loved the the watching the Monkees reruns and all when I was a kid, and my mom was into the Monkees, and they were coming to town along with Herman's Hermits and um, and there's one I forget who there's a third band but anyway a a band of that you know in that wheelhouse and so that was my first you know full-on packed arena concert Um, and it was awesome and so but anyway so it would be the monkeys and I think the second one was in middle school i think it was kenny g so we don't have to talk about that (laughs) (laughs) all right here's a bonus question for you how many of the monkeys can you name um um not mickey mike peter davy and um who am i missing here no is it or is it mickey mickey i believe mickey peter let's see davy is there a mike and a mickey there might let's see there's mickey uh, dolan it is it's mickey dolans because i met yeah. him later on because he came to town for a festival um he was when he was older you know and uh, right um, yeah because it was mike yeah i think wasn't it mike maybe mike mike mickey dolans then there was davy jones davy jones uh, peter, peter york 
York, and then they, I think my, the guy that wore that little beanie, I thought it was Mike. Um, now I'm going to have to look it up. Somebody. <laughs> Come on, chat. Who, who, who is the other monkey? Uh, oh man ah uh, okay oh uh, and it's not to uh, york peter it's Tork. peter Tork. yeah it is and michael michael nesmith yeah yes yeah, all okay. right all right that was it <laughs> <laughs> cool hey that, that's great Monkey question <laughs> absolutely uh all right oh sweet david lee roth yeah um my first concert that i went to I guess was, well, I saw Stevie Ray Vaughan. Cool. Uh, that was, they did a Tyler Jazz Festival in the square in Tyler, Texas. Uh, and I just happened to be walking by and, and he was up there and I was like, wow, I really like, I, I like, like the sound and I had to find out who it was and then found out that, you know, it was Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yeah. Uh, but the actual concert that I paid for uh, was in 1997 and I went and saw um, uh, it was the family values tour uh, so uh, uh, blue was it blue October blue Monday blue, blue something um, ice cube corn uh, limp biscuit and Romstein oh wow that was the first one that I had uh, gone to. And since then, I became a concert junkie. I think I've been to over 250 live shows and seen over wow. 170 live bands. Wow. So yeah, I, I, I love live music. Nice. So, all right. All right. And now back to Star Wars. Favorite piece in the prequel trilogy. All right. Um, I'm going to go with Across the Stars. Just because, I mean, it is beautiful. And it's one of those that, where it's, you, I, I had to, you know, you hear it and you think it's part of, you know, at least for me, it feels like it's part of the original trilogy. Like it's always been there. Like, no, it, it, it wasn't, it didn't exist until the prequels, but it's one of those songs that feels like, no, that's just, you know, that's part of Star Wars and, and it's, mm -hmm. it's beautiful. And then my second one uh, would be Duel of the Fates. You know, I know they're all, they're probably <laughs> the go-to answers, but there's a reason they're the go-to answers, I guess. Um, but yeah, so those would be the two. Absolutely. And, uh, and my top two uh, are uh, number one was Duel of the Fates. Uh, there's just uh, something about it that really um, it was almost Wagner-ish. Mm -hmm. And just that it was that, I don't know, summed up that space opera feel to it. Yep. That is just uh, with the with the choral arrangement behind it. And, uh, and the the action and the way that it just kept going on and just it almost felt like you're riding a horse and just oh, rolling man. along. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, and then uh, you know, uh, was it uh, across the stars yes. uh, was number two. Nice. All right, we just flip flop, right? Oh. All right, and I haven't seen any other questions from the chat, so we'll move on. Favorite piece in the sequel trilogy? All right. This one was a, was a little more difficult. Um, I think kind of what we were saying, because there's so many, it's a lot of revival of the other pieces, and in listening mm -hmm. to it, a lot of, you know, what stands out are, you know, pieces or themes that are already existing, but kind of morphed into others. But... I really think the uh, March of the Resistance. I really like that because um, it, it he was able to take kind of some similar ideas and rhythmic ideas and 
melodic ideas that we're already used to that really feel like Star Wars, but manipulate them into a new kind of what the resistance was, you know, kind of, mm -hmm. you know, it's slightly different version of the rebellion. Um, and so he kind of, it kind of, I think, did that well with that song. And then my second one, well, I guess it's a, a tie, either Ray or Kylo's themes. I like both of those. Ray's theme because it just it was kind of different and it gave you that kind of simplicity but kind of mystery at the same time behind her and just the way it can build kind of from the simple just simple little chord you know few chords um a little loop with the piano or the flute and then it can just build and then Kylo's mm -hmm. theme I love that one just you know what three or four notes five notes but it just it says so much because of the intervals he uses and it just gives it that you know you can tell you hear it and with in the bra the low brass it's like all right this guy is evil <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's not good absolutely yeah mine were um and i couldn't uh, like yeah i couldn't decide which theme so i just put themes you know character themes okay. uh because uh i i really liked i liked the darkness of kylo's uh, but there's just something light, but I don't know, I guess, uh, hopeful about Ray's theme that I just really gravitated towards. And, uh, I, anytime I hear it, I, I'm just like, ah, hope, you know, it's just, you know, it gives me that, you know, that push, uh, that I really, really, really enjoyed, um, and then the second one, uh, I really liked uh, the track. It was number nine on the uh, uh, on the CD or the you know the the playlist. And it's the Rathars. Just the the pandemonium that goes on with it because they're just, they're everywhere and you don't know what they're doing. You don't know exactly what they are. And it's just, it's, it's fast paced. It's got that, uh, you know, it's just, you never know what's going to happen. And it just, it, oh, the music almost sets you on the front of your seat and you're just waiting for it. So, yeah. Well, that, he's got so many of those. It, it was, it was tough, you know, cause you'll hear those. And I'm like, I love those. Anytime there's, you know, you've got the chase scene, any kind of a, a fast paced, you know, high energy, high stakes. He, he does that so well with his rhythms and the, you know, and so that's a good one. All right. Uh, Kylo in the chat said that he liked the March of the Resistance and the Emperor's theme uh, in uh, Rise of Skywalker, which, uh, again, was uh, kind of a throwback to the piece in uh, Return of the Jedi. Uh, yeah. when he's in the throne room scene and uh, man it just uh, it, it brought it full circle for me when I heard that one and I was like oh that's how I don't know how this is going to happen but this is this is definitely where it's at so oh yeah anytime I mean anytime the emperor is in a scene or Palpatine it's just oh man it's on he's one of my he's up there with one of my favorites <laughs> He, he is ultimately my favorite character. Everybody looks at me funny when, when I say that. But, uh, oh, yeah. you know, it was like when you first see him, even in the hologram in Empire Strikes Back, and you're like, uh, ooh, who's that guy? And, yeah. you know, what happened to him? And, you know, it's yeah, it, it just, it, just cool as a cucumber, so confident in himself and his abilities, and the music even reflects that. Oh yeah, uh, Ian McDermott is just—he's amazing, because like, you know, so he can—he just portrays evil so well. But then you—he's—you know—he plays that. I don't know if you've seen the movie *Dirty Rotten Scoundrels*, the old Steve oh, yeah. Martin. Well, anyway, yeah. like you know, he plays the butler in that, and it's like he's like the comic relief, you know, like this—you know—the hired help, you know, and it's like man, you know, that guy, and but then to be so commanding, you know, when he's playing the Palpatine, so. 
Yeah. Yeah. There, uh, an embarrassing kid story, or me embarrassing the kid story, uh, actually comes from dirty rotten scoundrels, and we'll be <laughs> at like a restaurant, or uh, or something, and there'll be a bunch of people around, and and I'll, I'll look at one of my kids and I'll say, "May I go to the bathroom?" And they're like, "Yeah," and I'll just get that look Going back and forth. Ah. Oh. Thank you. You know, and then, dad. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I, I had him watch this, this scene because uh, I, I keep telling him I need a cork for my fork. And they're like, what? I need right. a cork for my fork. And they're like, why? And I go, boom, right up to my glasses. <laughs> dad. <laughs> it's like, oh, you don't, you don't, you don't understand. You'll have to watch the movie when you're older. So... But yeah, oh, it's uh, yeah, it's absolutely, uh, absolutely fantastic. Um, all right, um, so not necessarily, um, you know, uh, specifically, you know, your favorites. But is there is there other pieces of music in uh, in Star Wars? Um, I mean, this could be Clone Wars. This could be, you know, uh, you know, uh, Mando or uh, any of the other movies that really catch your ear and um, you enjoy. Oh, man, that's a tough one. Um, Don't say everything. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I think kind of like I can't think of one thing specifically, but like I kind of said before, um, any of the, any of the scenes where you're having a chase, um, you know, like in he does. I love when he he brings in like the hand drum when they're chasing Zam. Um, what is it? Attack of the Clones. Um, mm-hmm. like, you know, just he'll bring in that different element. You know, it's like the fast pace bongos playing. You know, and and um, or anytime he just just his utilization of like the brass, just keeping those those fast paced. You know rhythmic ideas going and then just mm-hmm. just wailing over the top you know with the strings or the the trumpets so uh, i can't think of a specific song oh yoda's theme there we go that's that that's uh up there um Leia's theme, obviously, that that's beautiful. It it's very similar to um um in Indiana Jones that love theme, mm-hmm. and just the the chordal structure, and I love that. Just oh man, but I think Yoda's theme is up there because of the way it kind of builds. It's it's um I don't want to get too technical, but kind of like a whole tone. So it kind of it doesn't really resolve. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger, kind of like Yoda. It's like he's so small, but yet. You, you realize, oh man, this guy's got, he's got the power, you know. <laughs> Absolutely, Kilo said, uh, bat, uh, "Battle in the Snow, uh, Empire uh, oh, yeah, Strikes Back." Thank you. Yes, thank you. The yeah. way that piano, yeah. the piano starts, it's like a machine, and it just builds. And that thing, like speaking of intensity, just it just mm-hmm. doesn't stop, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that was a good one. Uh, I really liked, um, as far as like percussion. Uh, the Tuscan Raiders when they are go- when they're attacking Luke and you have that brudum brudum and you know and you know and then it, it kind of screeches and then the guy holds the, the stick over his head and yes. it's just like oh wow you know it's just like well, it, it's a fight scene it's like oh you know what's going on and it's, uh, it's very tribal and it almost kind of alludes to like the you know kind of like the samurai type film you know. Mm-hmm as well so i think it's kind yes. of a mix there so. yeah um another iconic thing uh or a piece of music that uh that i can't believe we haven't talked about yet the cantina scene in the new hope oh right <laughs> i mean it's just like i that's it, it doesn't get other than uh well and i guess this is where i was going to bring in uh things like the force theme uh, because the force theme is in every movie, I believe. I believe it's still in Rogue One. I believe it's in Solo a little bit, just a hint here or there. Mm-hmm. But in the main nine movies, the force theme is is present in all yes. of them. And with it being so reoccurring, that's why I kind of put it down here. 
uh, instead of one of my favorite classic uh, piece of music that means so much. Um, but between that one and then the yeah, you're right. Yeah, the. Oh, sorry. Oh, that's right. You you had a thought in your head. I was just say the like. I was just saying with the cantina. I think that goes back because John Williams has some kind of some history with jazz as well, and I like how he brings that in. Kind of, it's like you know, it's it's a it's it's different from the classical score and actually it's this, no this is the actual music that they're listening to in this world you know versus mm -hmm. you know just kind of setting the mood of the film and I, I like how he kind of incorporates that you know kind of that jazz feel probably just partly because I've you know played jazz and, and, and like jazz mm -hmm. but um, I really like that and it, it kind of stands out um, and we I was just gonna say we, we used that a few years ago at my school we always do um like a spring performance. It's not always music related. Sometimes it's just like a skit or something or music or art or something. But one year it was, I think two years ago, it was on May 4th. So of course, you know, it's like, well, we got to do something with Star Wars. And we had these kind of some, um, everybody made some box drums and we did a little drum thing, but then we ended it with the cantina theme, but using kazoos. And it, it was really, it was pretty cool, but, um, it was a lot of fun and cause they got, we listened to it a bunch and they had to, you know, really learn the different parts. And, and so it's just, it's a lot of fun. There was, um, a late nineties where, um, I went to go see the Boston pops and John Williams ended up conducting and they were getting ready to do an intermission. And, you know, they had the announcement, you know, hey, we're going to take a short intermission, um, you know, uh, feel free to, you know, do this, do that, whatever, go grab, you know, grab a drink. And and as uh, they start, uh, they start playing some music, you know, over loudspeakers and Williams comes back out on the box and says, no, 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 that's not going to cut it. And they stop, you know, they stop the music. He gets back up on the box and he does the intermission music to the cantina scene and he's like everybody get up go do it you know and they he just plays a few a little bit of that everybody just starts laughing sits immediately right back down you know right. and, and waits for him to get, be done but i was like man that's just so that's just so awesome that's cool. so yeah um any other things that uh, that really uh, that strike you as far as the music goes for star wars um I think not off the top of my head. Which is... I, there's just there's just so much uh, that that's in there um, that it, it's hard to break down in just such a uh, short amount of time. Uh, I mean, we can just go with thematics or, um, right. you know, uh, just character themes or, um, you know, uh, rebels versus empire, uh, because it's so split down the middle that, you know, you know, this is empire. This is when, uh, when they're on, uh, you know, uh, they're, they're focusing on the empire part or there's, this is focusing on the rebel part. I could probably just listen to the soundtrack of a new hope and immediately know, and almost verbatim the lines in the movie and what's going on just by the music. Yeah. And, and I, no. And like you're saying, like in a, like a battle, you know, cause the, you're, if you're watching it visually, it's, it's going back and forth. But like you said, if you're listening to the music, you don't need the visual because you've got, you know, here's the little theme here from the empire. And then all of a sudden you've got the theme over here. And then the force theme kind of plays through the middle of it, you know, and, and, Oh, that's what I was going to say earlier with the force theme. I think it's kind of because the force is everywhere. I think that's kind of probably intentional that it's we mm -hmm. woven throughout, you know, cause it's kind of the glue of the whole thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Miss uh, Lauren in the chat says uh, Jedi steps and yeah. a new home for uh, the sequel trilogy. I uh, and, and yes, those those are great. And I just 
man, it, it's uh, it's just uh, man, uh, you can't really go wrong. Where which uh, I mean, no. you could just like pick no. uh, you know uh, number four on this track or this CD. We're going to pick number seven for this CD, and yeah. it's just gonna. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it, it, it'll make anybody's day. It's, it's the right answer every time. Oh, I oh, like um, what, when Lauren mentioned um, the the new home. I was just thinking at the end. I think it's kind of cool within the sequel trilogy with Ray's theme. You kind of have those bookends. You know how we're talking about her theme being so simple, but yet you know, and she's back on that little. You know, she slides down on. I forget what she slides down on in Rise of Skywalker. You know, down into the Skywalker. You know to she's kind of slides down into the homestead, you know, and it's kind of going back to when we first meet her, but that theme, it's just, it brings it all right back, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. It's oh, man. It's, uh, and, and as we said at the top of the show is, I mean, and, uh, it's just the magic of Williams and what he brings and his experience. Um, and, I was trying to, you know, tell the kids, I'm like, you know, it's, uh, you like, she's, um, uh, I'm trying I think it was my 17 or 16 year old that was like, man, you, you always talk about John Williams a lot. And I'm like, well, you like E.T.? Yeah. Superman? Yeah. Star Wars? Yeah. Harry Potter? Yeah. All John Williams. What? Yeah. Jaws? I haven't seen it, but I know the music, John Williams. And yeah. she's like, really? What? I, yeah. I mean, he's he's been conducting music since the late sixties and he's he's done so many any Spielberg movie, uh Lucas movie, you know, Indiana Jones he's did, you know, uh it, it, that's you're gonna find it and you'll find something uh yeah. Uh yeah. you're you know, uh sorry, Lauren saw the uh, saw a familiar sticker, so ha- had to show it off. But, uh, yeah, it's just uh, – and, and it's crazy. And this kind of brings me to my, my next question for you. What other types of music do you like? So I know you like jazz, but as far as – let's start off with composers. Uh, we, we all agree that, uh, that Williams is, uh, is one of the tops. Is there another composer uh, that you really enjoy listening to as well? Well, if, if we're talking about muse, uh, movies, um, I really like James Horner. A lot of the movies he does, it's like, oh my gosh, again, a wide spectrum of films and just, you know, he's it's kind of in that wheelhouse. And I love Danny Elfman because especially like, you know, the Beetlejuice, Edward Scissorhands era, mm-hmm. Danny Elfman, I'm like, oh my gosh, he just has such a whimsical kind of, you know, I think it kind of to match the... Um, you know, kind of match the Tim Burton side of things that, you know, I think, but I, I like Danny Elfman, um, Michael Giacchino. I mean, man, mm-hmm. he's way up there on my list. Um, uh, yeah. And Lauren says, Kevin Kiner, same. Yes. I mean, oh my gosh, that dude, I'm like, just go ahead and let him handle the star Wars films from here on out. I'm good. You know, he's, <laughs> he's got it, you know, um, I'm trying to, and then old, older, um, uh, Bernard Herman, I love, um, he, composed music for psycho um, oh, okay and and he did a bunch of other movies in that era but just man if you listen to that that sound and i use that a lot it's probably not it's probably tormenting the kids but i use it in music you know and at school mm-hmm. and because it oh my gosh like the the just, all he used were strings you know and like the the shower scene and then like the going down the stair walking up down the stairs you know in the in that the house at the Bates motel and all that, just the way he was able to use just strings and just like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think he's, he's an amazing um, composer as well. There's so many, I don't know if I could even, um, you know, be listening to them there's, all. There. There's one that, uh, that I enjoy and I don't know much of his other work other than dances with wolves, but John Barry Yes. When he did Dances with Wolves, wrote a masterpiece. Uh, uh, I I can throw that on at any time and just be transported back into uh, that movie. Uh, I I really enjoyed that one. Um, as you said, Danny Elfman. Um, I I remember Oingo Boingo. 
uh, and I'm sure people in the chat and the youngsters that are out there are like Oingo who, but yes, Oingo Boingo uh, was a, um, a rock band, retro rock band, psychedelic rock band uh, in the 80s uh, that wrote some fantastic music. Uh, the lead singer was Danny Elfman, who then went on to collaborate with Tim Burton in every movie that he's ever made. Uh, I believe, uh, or close to it, uh, wrote the uh, amazing Batman um, uh, movie for, uh, it was 1989, yes. uh, did Batman Returns as well, uh, and has done so many other uh, movies. Um, Hans Zimmer is another yep. one that I really enjoy, uh, and I think I got into him mainly because of the... Uh, Christopher Nolan Batman series yes and I once I heard that in the dark night the way that and I watched a master class on him on how he developed the the sound for uh for those characters uh and uh, I was like wow so then I had to go back and listen to a lot more of his his stuff and once you hear a little bit of their explanation on where their mind is at and how they go about creating the sounds for us to enjoy. Uh, it, it just, for me, it gives me a, a just greater appreciation. Yep. And I, I throw in Howard Shore as well. Mm. Um, and, you know, and John Barry did the James Bond theme. So I was trying to remember. Oh, wow. I knew, okay. I knew he, he had done something that's very, so he was the guy that did the iconic James Bond theme. So, Awesome. What other kind of music do you like other than, uh, I, I know we talked about jazz. You have uh, save, uh, some favorite jazz musicians or? Yeah. I mean, I really, I, I really do like all music. So that's a tough one. But uh, if I'm going to just sit back and listen to something that's just going to, you know, definitely jazz. Uh, Ella Fitzgerald is one of my favorite jazz mm -hmm. vocalists. Um, actually, my daughter's name is Ella. So um, partially named after her and partially a family name. But um, I love, um, uh, Coleman, uh, Ben Webster, Coleman Hawkins, love a lot of the, like the sax players. Um, mm -hmm. uh, of course, Louis Armstrong. I like the classic jazz, kind of the yeah. you know, not the not as not so much the um, more smooth jazz. Although I don't mind it either, but I like more of the classic stuff. Um, mm -hmm. Love a lot of Latin music, Latin jazz, um, um, any kind of Latin sound. I love any kind of soul or funk or old R and B. I love that. So like Otis Redding, Sam Cooke, all of those yeah. guys, um, Solomon Burke, Aretha Franklin. Um, I actually got to play with her once, which was, that's probably like my most, like, you know, up there wow. moment of wow. all time. You, you know, should have like let the fat. One yeah. of those, you know, it was just one of those things where it was just like, you don't even, you know, it was, it was one gig, you know, and it was like, oh my gosh, you don't even, you can't even believe you're doing that, you know? <laughs> but no, I just all of I just love that, like any kind of you know, any kind of funk or anything with a mm -hmm. groove to it like that. Um, and I grew up also on country music, so you know a lot of people. That's kind of like pineapple on pizza, you know. Either <laughs> love it or you don't. But I, I think I just I just love it all. Um, it's just kind of it all comes from the same place, especially American music. It's all mm -hmm. rooted in you know either the the rhythms that came over from africa unfortunately you know unfortunately they you know it got here in an unfortunate way but man i'm so thankful you know for the music that yeah. we got and then obviously then you have your the european influences and then everything from the the um you know the south america and everything that mm -hmm. just, we're just a big melting pot and so <laughs> i don't know if that absolutely uh, I think my favorite song of all time is probably uh, At Last by Etta James. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh I hear yeah. that. And I'm just I, and I'm just I, I, I can feel the tears and the emotion just welling up in me. Um, yeah. uh, I grew up in the Northeast uh, and then transplanted to Texas. So I was a little late to the country music and not okay. quite. I just can't, I can't quite get into it. Um, yeah. Uh, some of the more rockish country I can I can do okay with, uh, much to my wife's dismay because she really likes country music. Okay. Um, 
but uh, Neil Diamond, I grew up on. Uh, uh, Lawrence Welk uh, oh, yeah. is is another one that that I enjoy. Um, uh, Benny Goodman, uh, you know, a lot of the uh, the jazz uh, orchestral uh, shows that they had in the '70s, uh, I really liked. Um, if I'm if I'm ever really just want to be thoughtful about stuff i'll throw on robert johnson great blues guy mm-hmm. uh, oh, yeah. and you know so uh you know it's just I, I i love music i love all music um the most that i've probably listened to is probably rock uh but you know that's when i was in my uh, 20s and 30s um i got the uh uh, the pleasure of meeting a few rock musicians uh, and that got me really going and getting into it um, uh, a cool story about um, um, uh, uh, Steven Tyler from uh, Aerosmith uh, my grandfather did his very first tattoo really and he, yeah That's crazy. Yep. <laughs> and he came down to the studio and uh one time my grandfather called me up and said hey what are you doing uh, and i was just hanging out at the house oh come by the studio i'm like oh you know i, I, I think i'm gonna pass he, no no really come by the studio and i'm like all right gramps uh, you know so uh went down there and got to meet him and so that was cool awesome. um got to uh meet uh, marilyn manson uh before yeah. one of his shows um, Jerry Cantrell of Allison Chains, uh, you know, quite a few other uh, people here and there uh, that uh, that I really enjoyed uh, meeting. So uh, I just I, I love I love music uh, in just about any shape, form, or fashion that I can get. Yep, I'm with you. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, man, we've been going at this for about an hour already. Uh, time has already flown by. Um, the surface here. So. Right. I, I know it's it's crazy. We're, we'll definitely have to schedule a a, a part two. Um, but uh, but by the time that uh, I'm gonna uh, get this edited down, and I think I'm gonna throw in some uh, some of our favorite music pieces in our discussion uh, for the. Uh, anchor channel uh it's going to be a little over an hour long and so i think this would probably be a good place to end it for today okay. uh man i really appreciate you coming on great great insight into the music of star wars and music in general uh i you really don't know how how much i appreciate you coming on oh no the honor's mine i mean I, this is great i feel like we could you know go back and forth on this for a while i, I love you know, talking Star Wars and then music, you know, it's, you can't go wrong. I'm just glad it wasn't a pineapple on pizza intervention after all. Oh, well, next time, next time. Okay. Oh, I saw Rez come on and I'm like, oh, great. Here it is. You know, (laughs) I think he was late on purpose. Yeah. That way, that way it didn't get brought up. Right. Right. Well, uh, tell everybody where they can find you. Well, I'm online at Cam Ray on Twitter and that's pretty much it. Um, Instagram and Facebook are for just like, keeping up with old friends and family and Mm -hmm. um and i'm not really that active on there but pretty much on twitter doing the star wars thing so met a lot of cool people like you and everybody in the chat so i'm loving it so yeah it's uh i have been in i think on twitter for almost a year now Uh, i've been doing the podcasting thing since january uh i've met so many friends through star wars twitter that uh, that I consider a lot of you guys family, uh, and to me that's just absolutely amazing um, that we could talk, sit and talk of like this. Uh, you know, I, if you you know you were to say, hey, I got some time tomorrow, you want to get on and chat? We could definitely talk for another hour or two hours or three hours and just keep going. Oh, for sure. Uh, you know, people would probably be bored to tears, but you know, <laughs> we'd have a good time doing it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, absolutely, and uh, yeah, uh, and of course you can find me at uh, Red4Charlie on Twitter. Uh, I am on Instagram. Um, just uh, let me know that you want to reach out uh, on Twitter because I don't know my Instagram thing yet. Uh, it's got my name and some numbers on it, and I don't remember that, surprisingly. Um, 
but uh, Facebook is mainly for uh, private. I have a few people on Facebook that I keep up with, uh, but mainly Twitter, uh, Anchor. Uh, just look up Charlie Skywalker. And of course, here on YouTube, uh, just look up Charlie Skywalker. You'll see the logo and we'll be here for your uh, next conversation. We got some awesome shows coming up again. Cam Ray, I, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, hopefully you have a great rest of your night and uh, we'll catch you over on Twitter. Well, thank you. Have a good one. Absolutely. May the force be with you. You too. Greetings, listener. Just a reminder that the podcast you just heard is a proud member of the Red 5 Network family. Red5Network.com offers you a great variety of shows you'll be sure to love. So the next time you're itching for quality content, make sure you head over to red5network.com. You'll find this podcast along with a whole lot more. All wings report in. It's the Red 5 Network.